0: Beware the bearers of false gifts and their broken promises. Much pain, but still time. Believe. There is good out there. We oppose deception. Conduit closing. from Chief of Operations. to All Governments, Militaries and Citizens of Earth. Subject, The Awakening of the Old Gods from Stasis Chambers. This is an official SSP Alliance release. To combat counterintelligence campaigns, we are releasing a series of briefings, straight from our highest ranking officers without intermediaries. We strongly recommend that you disregard information that is not coming directly from us. The disclosures we have brought forward have been compromised. Fake secret space program veterans, super-soldier imposters, and ET contactees have released considerable misinformation. To keep humanity from fighting for freedom, With a false sense of security, they are peddling the narrative that the Mars Colonies, Moon, and Antarctica bases have been liberated from the gray alien and reptilian forces. In our last briefing, we described the Global Galactic League of Nations declaration of independence from the Interplanetary Corporate Conglomerate and associated Earth governments. This briefing will describe ICC's meeting with the pre-Adamites, and awakening the old gods from their stasis in Antarctica. In early November of 2021, the Mayans held a meeting on board their vessel, equipped to breach highly secure facilities and cities of the Orion Group. The meeting participants included the Ansher delegation, SSP Alliance Council members present in prior reconnaissance missions, Gonzales, four Mayans, the Zulu elder Emi, and Good. The Mayans had the ICC under constant surveillance since Emi's appearance at the secret ICC meeting, weeks prior at the Lunar Operations Command, LOC. After Emmy and the New Guardians delivered their message to the ICC, the ICC met with the Orion Group and rogue members of the Super Federation. They decided to expedite implanting humans on Earth with their technology to convert them to a new one-world transhumanist religion. The ICC leadership and the intuitive empaths that attended the meeting felt fear and insecurity within the attendees prompting the ICC Super Board to take a drastic course of action. The Mayans observed a large ICC delegation traveling from the moon to Antarctica, where excavations decades prior revealed an ancient city with the remains of three large motherships. These ships belonged to a group of pre Adamites who created a large civilization on Earth that lasted over 50,000 years before the appearance of modern humans. The pre Adamites had a vast empire on a planet called Maldek, a planet referred to as a super Earth by astronomers. Maldak was much larger than our Earth, with a stronger gravitational field and atmospheric barometric pressure, and had multiple moons in orbit. One of the moons was habitable and terraformed by tall human-like beings with large skulls. Another group of beings, with its own royal family, moved to the habitable moon and established a parallel kingdom and civilization. After thousands of years, this group started evolving into a slightly different shorter phenotype. These two warlike civilizations had a dispute over resources, with other civilizations in our local Stellar neighborhood. Subsequently, they decided to hijack an ancient defense grid that surrounded and protected our local Stellar cluster. The ancient builder race built this defense grid at least 2 billion years prior. We know very little about the Ancient Builder Race, whose ruins have been discovered in many star systems, including ours, with a defense grid to protect the developing civilization from outside interference. The Ancient Builder Race created the defense grid, with millions of hollowed-out moons and minor planets. Offensive and defensive technologies were placed within moon-sized ships, and strategically placed around the local stellar neighborhood. They used powerful electro-gravitational engines to pull time-space into a singularity connected to the cosmic web. The cosmic web is an electroplasmic channel of energy that connects all galaxies and star systems within them, both in subspace and spacetime, as electromagnetic filaments. The ancient builder race's defense grid tapped into and fed the cosmic web with a frequency that prevented its portal system from connecting outside of the defense grid. Any ships or probes that tried a local stellar neighborhood were pushed back by non-lethal means. The defense grid prevented countless genetic farmer races from entering star systems and harvesting their genetics for experiments. The pre-Adamites hijacked one of the hollowed-out moons that were part of the ancient Builder Race defense grid, and anchored it in Maldek's orbit. They had generations of scientists with their families stationed on this moon, which served as a massive satellite space station. The scientists studied the hollowed-out moon for hundreds of years, and redesigned it to include family housing for future generations. When the pre-atomites hacked into the defense grid, they discovered it was powered by a stable super gate portal, closest to our solar system, that connected neighboring galaxies. With the defense grid in place, its address would only loop back on itself, or through natural portals and other local star systems. The pre-atomites were aware of the natural micronova cycle of each star in our galaxy, they developed the ill-conceived plan to use the ancient defense grid and its power as a weapon against their stellar neighbors. They plan to release the full power of the Supergate portal system directly into the cosmic web. By synchronizing the release pulse timing to the rhythm of the cosmic web, they would force their target solar system into a micronova event, which would destroy the unprepared civilization. Approximately 500,000 years ago, the pre adamites executed their plan precisely at the wrong moment, causing their star to burst into a micro-nova and emit giant electrical bolts, which destroyed their home planet Maldek. Maldek exploded across the entire star system, sending fragments out past the Urd cloud. The explosion devastated Maldek's moons and shifted them into new orbits around their star. The hollowed out moon space station with pre-Atomite scientists was thrown out of orbit and hurled towards the inner solar system. The micronova event destroyed most technologies on their massive space station. They managed to navigate and tidal lock the station to planet Earth, creating our only moon. Many pre-Atomites were killed, but those who survived repurposed the extensive infrastructure created by the ancient builder race to preserve their civilization and culture. They also began creating colonies on Earth, in the Antarctica region, where they found remnants of the ancient builder-race underground cities, with ancient technology. The moon served as a base to oversee and monitor their new settlement project. Another group of survivors of the initial explosion were the pre-atomites living on one of the terraformed moons, in Maldek’s orbit. After the destruction of Maldak, this moon became our planet Mars. On the official NASA pictures, you can see that one side of Mars was subjected to extensive meteorite showers, while the other is intact. On Mars, the pre adamite civilization was desperate and struggled to survive, due to the dissipating atmosphere. Eventually, the royal family and scientists determined that the Sun would experience micronova again, as part of its natural cycle, and strip Mars of its remaining atmosphere. The pre adamites on Mars decided to flee to Earth with their last three working motherships immediately before the solar event. The occupants of the moon were desperate to evacuate, as many of the moon's inhabitants as well. The three motherships made numerous trips to ferry their people to the new city in Antarctica, but did not have time to rescue everyone. The three motherships were on their way back to Earth, after loading a group of individuals, when the Micronova occurred, resulting in catastrophic damage to the three ships, and causing them to crash land near the new capital city. They immediately began to cannibalize the materials and technology, to build the city that would be the new capital for their new civilization on Earth. After thousands of years, they built a new capital city on top of the ancient builder race ruins, and developed a beautiful foundation for a new civilization. One of the consequences of the pre adamites hacking into and using the ancient defense grid as a weapon was the total collapse of the grid. At that point, extraterrestrial races could enter the space that was quarantined for over 2 billion years. We refer to many of these as genetic pharma races, because most of them were master geneticists, and would interfere in planets' natural development and ascension. Other extraterrestrial groups were more interested in engaging previously untapped star systems in trade and commerce. Eventually, both groups were forced to join a super-federation group, that oversees and enforces cosmic law and trade disputes within this galaxy. The pre-Adamites were already engaged in genetic experiments on their home planet for hundreds of generations, and mixed their genes with various beings from Maldek. When they arrived on Earth, they continued their genetic experiments, splicing their DNA with other ET groups, to create different engineered slaves. They began to trade with several new genetic farmer races. They acquired even more advanced genetic engineering methods and technologies, promised by their new trade partners, the Orion Group, to benefit their civilization. The pre adamites built out their civilization for over 50,000 years, and were very successful on Earth. The new technologies they obtained from the Orion Group, advanced the pre adamite civilization faster than they imagined. Once their scientists had developed and accepted the new nanotechnologies implants, they converted to the Orion Group religion. They didn't realize that introducing these new technologies would end the pre adamite civilization. Those with implants who converted to the Orion Group religion, forced the implants and the new religion on others, who wanted to preserve the pre adamite legacy and way of life. A civil war erupted due to the division, causing chaos. At the same time, they started suffering from the end-times madness and highly irrational behaviors caused by the solar energies. Under normal circumstances, they would not have missed the changes in the solar energies, which negatively affected their health and consciousness. They would have prepared and protected themselves. However, pre-Adamites were preoccupied with the unrest, and under the influence of Nanites, that they failed to realize the imminent solar event. When the solar event occurred, it tilted the Earth 30 degrees, and then tilted most of the way back, moving Antarctica from a somewhat temperate region, directly to the South Pole. A colossal ocean wave sloshed out of its basin, and covered Antarctica, flash-freezing the continent into solid ice. Less than 300 pre adamite royals and scientists, made it to the stasis chambers on the remnants of three motherships, they also managed to save some genetic creations in stasis chambers on adjacent floors. The first floor of the stasis chambers housed chimera, red-haired giants, and other genetically mixed beings. The second floor held scientific and engineering casts of the pre adamite civilization. The third, lowest floor, was reserved for the royal caste. This floor was most insulated from the solar event. Additionally, deep underground cavern systems were populated with a priest caste, the custodians of the frozen city. They passed cultural traditions, secrets, and instructions on stasis chamber and pod maintenance, to future generations. However, many of their secrets and practices were lost, due to the custodians' hardships and shallow genetic pool. On Earth, the ICC and ruling elites, practice the old religion, and trace their lineage to the pre-Adamite bloodlines. They call the pre-Adamites the progenitor race, and worship them as the old gods of Atlantis. This old religion ultimately came from the Orion group, when they influenced the pre-Adamites thousands of years prior. The practice of the old religion and worship of progenitor gods predisposed the ICC to the Orion group temptations, including advanced technologies and religion that mirrored the old religion they already practiced. Since the pre-Adamites destroyed the ancient defense grid around our local stellar neighborhood, they broke the quarantine, allowing the Orion group access to Earth. Because of their actions, the pre-Adamites were responsible for the negative timeline on Earth, After their secret meeting on the Lunar Operations Command, the ICC Council determined that the Orion Group could not avoid the cosmic trials, which the Super-Federation would oversee, as ordered by the New Guardians. The ICC Council traveled to Antarctica to consult with the custodians. While on board the Mayan reconnaissance craft, we observed a small group of the pre-Adamite custodians, dressed in ceremonial robes, walking into the bottom floor of stasis chambers, which entombed the royals, below two miles of the ice sheet. The custodians dropped yellow and red flower petals on the floor, as the beating of small drums echoed throughout the walls of the old mothership. The ICC council leadership entered the large room in single file, dressed in red hooded robes. One of the custodians held a young woman, under the influence of a drug, or in a trance. The custodian came to the foot of one of the stasis pods. The ICC handed the custodian a young woman, whom he sacrificed with an ornate knife. He then turned and placed a long metal rod through several metal hoops, that connected to levers. The metal rod joined all of the levers. Once he pulled one lever, all the levers moved simultaneously, opening the stasis chambers, which separated and split in half. The frosty cold mist started emanating out of the individual pods. After a few minutes, we heard moans and saw movement through the misty fog, coming out of the stasis pods. One by one, pre-atomite beings emerged out of the pods, soaking wet, covered in slime, and shivering as if they were suffering from hypothermia. The custodian spoke to the newly awoken, very confused royalty. After a short discussion, the confusion of the freshly awoken pre-Adamites turned to shock and absolute fear. After a short conversation with the royals, one of the custodians turned to the ICC council and said, what have we done? We should not have awakened them. The custodians explained that much of their oral and other traditions were lost, including when to awaken the royal class. The pre adamite royals used AI technology to predict the probable future on Earth. They saw that humanity would most likely choose the negative timeline, which would allow them to escape judgment from the Super-Federation. The custodians explained that if the royals were awakened early, it would indicate that their probable future predictions were incorrect, and an unknown timeline would develop. They said the royals were not supposed to be awakened until after the next solar event. At this point, Emi, the Zulu elder on board the Mayan craft, took a deep breath and said, It is time. Emi then teleported down to the deck of the pre-atomite mothership. The newly awoken pre-atomites began to yell out angrily to the custodians and ICC council, while pointing and shaking their fists. Emi then started speaking the pre-atomite language, and suddenly another being appeared in the room. It was one of the super-federation groups we call the Shining Ones. They were over eight feet tall, had luminescent white skin, white curly hair, and eyes with irises that glowed, like the lid end of a cigar. One of the Shining Ones pulled a large scroll out of its belt and started reading. As it read, each word boomed and echoed through the old mothership, causing the pre-Adamites, the custodians, and the ICC council, to drop to their knees with their hands over their ears. Emmy was the only one on his feet, dancing around with a huge smile on his face. When the Shining One finished treating the scroll, Emmy yelled, It's done! And then called out in a loud tribal scream, dropping to the floor on both knees, clapping his hands in front of him. The custodians and pre adamite royalty began scurrying, and running away from hundreds of small blue orbs that entered the room. Some of the orbs passed through the ceiling to the other stasis chamber floors. The blue orb swooped through the room, absorbing up pre-atomites and their genetic creations from the floors above. Emmy then addressed the ICC. He said, the cosmic trials from the old solar cycle are now underway. Woe to those of you who will be tried for this one. He then turned to the body of the sacrificed woman on the floor and said, I cannot find a semblance of compassion or sanity on this planet. This was completely unnecessary. He bent over and extended his hand over the body of the sacrificed woman, who came to life. She stood up and looked around the room, and then back at Emmy, who smiled, took her hand, and then vanished from the deck of the ancient mothership, leaving the ICC completely slack-jawed at what they had just witnessed. At this point, the ansher began hugging and celebrating, and then turned to the SSP Alliance Council and told us that as scary as this timeline appeared, everything was on course for the most optimal timeline and future for our planet. For the first time, humanity is in charge of the timeline decisions. The choice humans make and the timeline we choose, will define the solar event and the trials themselves. Good described one of his remote viewings, while serving in the Twenty and Back program on Solar Warden, regarding a solar flash. He described a plasma flash emanating from the sun and hitting the earth. All positively oriented people came together, holding hands and happily singing. All negative people looked like they were falling backward from earth and disappearing. The pre-Adamite set humanity on a negative timeline, but the choice is now ours, to repeat the negative timeline cycle, or choose freedom in a positive timeline. The New Guardians, the Federation of Local Planets, and the Super-Federation are doing their part to help us, but our collective dictates their actions. They are waiting to see, if we will stand up and refuse the current enslavement, or if we will collapse under our trauma, falling into another negative cycle. Be patient, be strong, stand up. We are in this together. This is Corey Good, and this has been an official Secret Space Program Alliance update. For more updates, go to ascensionworks.tv.